Our Reserve Bank has its next OCR announcement in a month, and it seems to be eyeing a 75 basis point hike. That's going to take the OCR to 5%. Question, of course, is, is that the end of it? HSBC Chief Economist Paul Bloxham is with us from Australia. Happy New Year, Paul. G'day. Happy New Year to you too. Thank you very much. What are you picking? Is this the last one? We do think it's the last one. We'll see what the CPI print delivers tomorrow. It's very important, of course. The, the fourth quarter CPI print will be pretty critical for thinking about size and scale and how much of the challenge the RBNZ's got ahead of them. But we have in mind that the market is pricing in way too much. Uh, the market has got in mind that the cash rate's going to go up another 125 basis points by the time we get to um, May of this year. And we think that the economy is already weakening. The housing market's already uh, weakening substantially. Uh, we've got very clear weakness in business confidence and consumer confidence. We think the next cab off the rank is for the labour market to show clearer signs of weakening as well for the employment story to start to weaken. And we think with all of that, despite the fact that inflation is above the central bank's target, we think the RBNZ will have to have to pause at some point and, and probably well before we get to that, that 125 basis points the market. So what does, we think that's just too much. What does CPI have to be tomorrow for them to feel reasonably confident that they can actually just leave it where it is, you know, after February? Oh, I, th- I think that, you know, the market at the moment is pricing the idea that the CPI is going to be a 7.2, um, which is still very high and well above target, of course. That would be a slight edging up from the previous month, but there, uh, previous quarter. But there is also, you know, a possibility that we could get a bit of a downside. I mean, I think that's certainly something we've got to watch for. And, and over here in, in Australia, we've had quite a few indicators that are showing that some of the price pressures are coming out. We've seen goods prices falling globally. We've seen shipping costs come down globally. U.S. inflation prints have surprised to the downside. So we're watching out for that. Um, if it does come in a bit lower and it does tell us that inflation already peaked, um, has already peaked and peaked in the third quarter, not the fourth quarter, mm. that's something that the RBNZ should take into account. It's hard to believe they won't be lifting rates in February still when they meet in, uh, later in February, but we, we think that that might be the last one. We think that the RBNZ might decide that actually then, uh, if inflation has peaked, um, it'll have to start prioritising that growth is slowing down, the labour market is likely to be weakening, and sentiment is very low, and the housing markets, of course, um, have really been uh, weakening substantially. Paul, you famously called New Zealand's economy the rock star economy. What are you saying now? Uh, We're saying that the rock star needs rehabilitation. Uh, Mm. You know, we talked about a rock star economy uh, nine years ago, we nominated that New Zealand was going to be it was a rock star at the time, and it was. It was a top performer amongst the OECD economies, and it, that was in 2014, and it lasted for a few more years after that. But we are really now seeing signs that there needs to be more of a focus on reform uh, to make the economy more competitive uh, and to set out a growth agenda for, for the economy going forward, especially now that we seem to be past the worst of the pandemic impacts and the management of that emergency. It really is time to start setting out a, a growth agenda uh, that looks at the areas of reform and, and the areas where New Zealand can really get a lift, um, particularly in its ties to the global story and to the Asian growth story, uh, which is a, which is a a big part of what we, we focus on. Asia presents a lot of opportunities for Australia and New Zealand. What, what reform would you prescribe the economy? Well, I think one of the things that ought to be focused on is the migration program in particular, mm. um, making it more targeted and making it more about driving growth, getting the skills that are required in the economy, but also growing the economy. Um, another area is competition policy. This is always something that 
uh, needs to be focused on for small economies that are like Australia and New Zealand that are that are a long way from everywhere. They they haven't got enough competition in 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 the economy. And then we think also we should look at things like growth drivers, um, areas like infrastructure. Uh, where obviously if you're going to have population growth, you need to support that with adequate and, and, and improved infrastructure. And all of these things add to, or would add to, if they were done properly, a support for productivity growth, which is really, really ought to be the focus. Um, right now, there's an inflation challenge. Get past that. But the focus for medium-term policy settings, and as we head towards the election, of course, for those for policy, fiscal policymakers, ought to be a reform agenda that lifts productivity growth. Yeah, love it. Paul, thank you for that. Really appreciate your thoughts on that. Paul Bloxham, uh, HSBC's Chief Economist.